Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now that the kids are back to school, families all over the country will be setting back into the evening routine of getting home, serving up dinner, cleaning up and then doing the homework. It's not something that parents or kids look forward to and it's questionable as to what the benefits are. Jennifer Hogan, who is a teacher, has written a column in today's Examiner arguing that at primary level it should be scrapped altogether. Afternoon, Jennifer. Hi, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. Like, I don't know if you know, we have a parenting slot on this show that's been running since, you know, nearly nigh on 19 years now. And various uh, uh, various people have been uh, uh, the person in that shot, all of whom are, are, are highly qualified. I can't remember. In fact, I'm again 100% certain every single one of them were against homework, uh, at least for primary school kids. Why do yeah. why do schools why does the Department of Education then still think it's a good idea? Look, I genuinely think it's just a habit. You know, we've always done it, um, and in the past, I suppose it, it was kind of it made sense. It was easier because many families had one parent at home, and so you had somebody who who could do it. Um, and I don't that that's the only answer I have for you. Really, I can't really think because, <laughs> as you say, the research is fairly slim. Um, it there's there's we don't have any sort of definite evidence that there are clear benefits to homework, um, particularly, as you say, at primary level. Now, there's some research that will tell you that it, it helps children to build sort of discipline um, and can build independence. But I can think of many ways, you know, for my three kids um, that I can build their independence or their discipline. And it doesn't have to involve sitting down again after being in school and sitting down for six hours uh, it doesn't involve them having to sit down and do homework you know yeah and oftentimes it's kind of a, 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 you know especially the, like I have a seven year old and by the time we get around to the homework she's kind of half asleep you know she's knackered yeah and what that does, your seven-year-old then has an association of, you know, school and education being something that is boring and it's something that she has to do because she's being told to do it. And at that age, at the age of seven, what we want is to spark curiosity and to inspire and to get them excited. And we have enough competition out there, you know, in the, in the form of screens, uh, basically, <laughs> yeah. uh, that we need, we need to make sure the children are excited to come to school and they're excited to learn. Yeah, well, I mean, she loves school, uh, it should be yeah, said. Right. Uh, but, 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 uh, but I, again shouldn't be using her as an example specifically, but it is interesting that in, uh, within her class, a reward is a homework pass. Yeah. Like, she'll be having a birthday next week. When it's your birthday in school, you get a homework pass. So th- already that message is there that homework is kind of a negative thing anyway. Absolutely. And then you have the flip side where the behavioural policy can include, you know, if you've missed two or three homeworks that you might lose golden time or you might lose some kind of privilege, you know. So, you know, that's that's, the opposite of what we want. We want, when they're sitting down to do anything, we want them to, to do it because there's some, outside of school, certainly some interest, you know, like I love the idea of, you know, if you said to a student, oh, if you like this, go in, maybe try that out and tell me about it. And that's fine. I've no issue with that. But it's the kind of blanket, everybody has to do it. And if you don't do it, there'll be consequences. That mm. attitude just has to go. Yeah. And uh, are there any academic benefits to it? Not a primary. Now, it changes slightly the research when you go into secondary. Um, and it makes sense. And as a teacher, I'm a secondary school teacher, so I will give homework to my senior students, fifth year and sixth year. They'll get timed essays. I might give a little bit to my third years. You know, so I think, you know, I'm just acknowledging that there is a, an exam system there that I have to, we have to work uh, within and towards, and that's fine. Um, but academically, in primary schools, there isn't research to 
back up sort of generic blanket homework. Now, as I say in my column, if a child is having difficulty in a certain area, then you know, that's up to the teacher and the parent can work together to decide maybe they, they might have to do a programme specifically to them, to their needs. Again, that's a different thing. Um, and that's, that's to be decided, I think, between the parent and the child. Right, and, okay. And the teacher. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Uh, uh, is it your sense that, uh, again, at primary level, that most teachers don't feel it's, ne- it's necessary? I think there's definitely a change. And I know there was um, there was a primary school principal who did put out a survey to other principals and there was huge support for at least having a conversation about homework. You do have some schools now who don't give homework. Um, you have some primary schools who will only give um, spoken homework. So I know my, my, my own children had something called Talking Tuesday and they'd go home and they'd have to teach their parents something that they learned or they'd have to talk about a particular topic. Mm. And again, I, I liked that because it was just, it gave us something to chat about at the dinner table, you know. Um, but it, yeah, I think I think there's, there's definitely an appetite for change. I wouldn't say that's maybe among all teachers, but, it, you know, it's certainly there. It's certainly happening. But I think it will have to come from parents ultimately engaging with their individual schools. That's when the change is going to happen. Like education is ultimately... Um, decided upon by parents because constitutionally parents you know are the, the mm. primary educators of their child so it has to be parent communities that go to their board of management and say look this is something we want to discuss Right so is it up to an individual school then to say perhaps just decide no we won't have homework anymore? Absolutely they can do that Ah there's nothing yeah. in the national curriculum or anything of that nature No no and it's all down to the school policies so you know, parents would need to go and say, look, can we look at this? Because it might be, as I said, it might be part of their behavioural policy that they have homework wrapped up in that, you know. Mm. Um, but it's absolutely something that can change if the will is there. Yeah. And I suppose, and in an odd way, it kind of adds to a teacher's workload because they have to then mark this, um, uh, this stuff and, you know, put smiley faces and all that kind of thing. Absolutely. And they're kind of, you know, it's sort of a keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. You know, like you feel a pressure as a teacher, like if you're not getting homework, then you're not really doing your job. But actually what you're probably doing, particularly for primary teachers, it gives them time to really plan their lessons and to differentiate really well, uh, which is where the work should be happening anyway, you know, in the classroom. Like primary school teachers in Ireland have the most contact time in Europe. They actually get very little time away from their students. So it's really important that they have the time in the evening to prepare lessons. There's also the factor, you know, that teachers don't know what's going on in a child's life. So you're giving out homework and you're maybe taking away privileges if they don't do it or, you know, but you don't know that child may not have an appropriate setup at home to do that work. Mm. There may be stuff going on for them and and then you're punishing them for not doing it. You know, there's, there's a sort of, whereas if you keep everything in the classroom, it's at least going to be an equal provision. Yeah. Uh, somebody actually just texted in saying, I- I'm on my way to my friend's house to do homework with her son as mammy and daddy are both working. Yeah, and that's a common story, isn't it? It's going to be. Yeah. And I suppose, in, in conversely then, it, but there is, you know, many parents will feel a pressure that they have to do the homework and that, you know, this if, if the homework form isn't filled out at the end of the week and all the things have been done and, and people felt that pressure uh, during the, during lockdown with, you know, Aladdin and all that kind of stuff that they weren't, you know, pummeling all this stuff into their children, that they feel they're, they're somehow remiss parents. 
And we're so good at that, aren't we? Like as a parent myself, I'm so good at feeling guilty. Like we feel guilty over (laughs) everything. Um, But this is not something we should be feeling guilty about. We should actually, you know, listen to the fact that there is no... You know, there's no evidence. Like I, I, I argue with my children over brushing their teeth. I'll argue with them sometimes over eating particular foods. You know, and I do that because I know that it's good for them, and I know that they they must brush their teeth. This is different. We don't have that evidence base, so we need to start questioning. You know, and, and really just going to our schools and saying, look, this isn't. If it's not working for you as a family, if it's causing conflict, if you're getting upset, if your children are getting upset, and we've such, you know, we've few hours with each other really now. You know, parents and, and children in the evenings. Yeah, that time should be spent positively, um, doing something with your child that they're interested in, um, or that you're both interested in, finding that thing, whatever it is. And yeah. just enjoying each other, you know. Oh my God, listen to this one. In my kids' school, if you don't hand up your homework four times in a term, you can't go on school tours. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's crazily punitive. Uh, someone it else is. says, my eight-year-old once threw a bit of a tantrum over his homework. He was given a mat sheet. His argument was that there were 81 uh, two-digit uh, plus two-digit subtraction sums on the page and that he already knew how to subtract two-digit numbers. To be fair, I had no argument with him there. If an eight-year-old can see the stupidity of it, how come adults are still making them do it? Uh, yeah. uh, says GH. Yeah. God. Uh, I will, uh, Cormac says, I genuinely believe we will be eventually look back on homework like we look back on corporal punishment in schools. The stress it caused it personally was horrendous and certainly don't feel it helped in any way whatsoever, uh, says uh, uh, Cormac. Uh, someone else I says, homework is a waste of time and a cop-out, ah, no, this isn't fair, a cop-out for lazy teachers. <laughs> uh, it tires the kids and causes domestic tension. Well, those latter two things are too. So it's like everybody's under, pre- like parents are under pressure from homework, kids are under pressure from homework, teachers are under pressure from homework, but we don't know where the pressure is coming from in a way. I know, we're all getting ourselves in a tizzy. You know, it's, and I, I, as well, it sets up a really bad example to young people, doesn't it? That, that you leave work and you come home and you do more work. Mm, and maybe yes. that's it. Maybe because we're doing that, like as a teacher, I come home, I'll have to do more work. Maybe we just kind of think, well, if we're doing it, they should do it too. But they're children. They don't need to carry our sort of, you know, responsibilities or habits. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just need to step back and think about it a little bit, I think. But uh, can I say, Sean, sorry, my name is Horgan, not Hogan. Yes. The only po- reason I'm saying it, no, no, no. The only reason I'm saying it is because there's another journalist called Jen, Jen Hogan. Hogan. Yes, sorry. And she writes to the Irish Times, but she also, I know, is, uh, feels the same. So she wouldn't maybe mind being a... Uh, Right. Being named, but, um, okay, well, yeah. apologies to Jennifer Horgan and to Jen Hogan uh, as well for, yeah. uh, for doing that. Uh, someone else has a question, though. How would your guest suggest children learn the things that need repetition and time? I think it would be very hard to learn off the times tables or spellings while in the classroom, as it doesn't lend itself to the focused attention with all the business going on. Yeah, that's a good That's a good point. Um, my, my husband is a primary school teacher, and he would say that he still thinks those sorts of things like timetables or spellings could do with a little bit of time at home. Um, now, what he would say is he'd give it, but he wouldn't. It wouldn't be. He wouldn't check that it's being done. So we kind of encourage. You know, this is a good idea to do this at home. But nobody's going to be sort of you know affected or, or spoken down to if they haven't done it. So it's kind of like this is an option. And um, the point is that some kids will need that and some won't. Mm. So, and, and that the child can decide then, well, I don't need to do that at home because I get it already, you know? So it's not sort of like this highly anxious, tense kind of, have you done your time tables? It's more like, look, if you think you need a little bit of extra uh, practice, then 
then do that at home. But there are actually loads of ways inside the classroom that you can, you know, uh, create, you know, do, do that repetition in different ways. And it's, it's about, I think, and teachers are really good at this, being imaginative, but how you do that inside the classroom. It can just be a starter activity, you know, for 10 or 15 minutes, um, but every day, you know, over, over time until you know that everyone has it. It's, it's, it's pers- you know, it's, it's possible. It's absolutely possible to do it within classroom time. Yeah, a couple of interesting texts here, essentially saying the same thing. Our school, private, did a survey and the majority of parents did want the homework, so it stayed primary teacher here. We surveyed the parents over the summer, I mean, it could be the same school, uh, to see if they wanted to abolish homework. Parents voted to keep it. So there is a perception that it, uh, amongst at least some parents, that it does do something. Yeah, and look, we did it as students, and there's a, that's a very strong pull for people. Yes. Why would you change something? It worked for me. I'm okay. I did well in school, you know. So th- that tradition is very, very strong enough. Um for some parents, it might just add structure to the day. They might like the fact that there is this sort of definite thing. And I've heard other parents saying, if I don't do that and, and don't get them to sit down to do their homework, they're going to try and just get on screens. And at least it gives me, you know, so I understand all that. There could, there can be, there can be reasons. But I do think we need to come back to the research ultimately. Like when you do something, you need to be able to say, well, I do it because of A and B. And if we don't have definite research that this is, you know, of benefit, um, academically, personally, socially to a child, I, I just I struggle uh, then to, to defend yeah. it. Jennifer, thanks a million for speaking with us today. Uh, that was Jennifer Horgan there, a teacher and economist uh, for the Irish Examiner. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.